Welcome to Dissidents and Dictators, a series of conversations by the Human Rights Foundation dedicated to exposing and challenging authoritarianism around the world. Good morning. On the 4th of April 2017, I was in a cell in the prison in Yaoundé, listening to my father's body being lowered into the grave. I was not allowed to attend the funeral. Neither was I allowed to show any emotion in jail. A couple of weeks earlier, I was arrested, cuffed, blindfolded, and transferred to Yaoundé. I was thrown in a cell with 12 members of the notorious Boko Haram terrorist group. Yeah, they kept me in a cell because I too was accused of terrorism, incitement of civil war, and group rebellion, amongst others. But my only crime, my only crime in the eyes of the government was the fact that I'd led a peaceful protest against the 56 years of marginalization, oppression, and suppression that my people, the Anglophones in Cameroon, suffered in the hands of the predominantly French-dominated Francophones. Life wasn't easy. I had to go through the pains and sufferings of being in jail. To be an Anglophone in Cameroon is not very easy. English and French are supposed to be our official languages. But because of the majority of Francophone-speaking Cameroonians, English has been relegated to the background. Cameroon seems very peaceful from the outside. But to the average Anglophone, it's a very polarized society. It seems as if there are two Cameroons in one. The majority dominates the minority. To the English-speaking Cameroonians, words have been used to describe us as terrorists, the enemies in the house. Bamenda, Anglo fools. These words might seem very unimportant, but they take a different nuance when the Francophone-dominated military is sent to repress our people when they freely express their opinions. Cameroon, historically, was the French and the English. The two peoples came together, represented in the two star and the flag. By 1975, the government removed one of the flags, one of the stars on the flag. This clearly showed that they were removing the Anglophone identity. And in 1984, they changed the name from La République du Cameroon to Republic of Cameroon. This was a name that the French had used prior to us coming together. It signified a lot. They expanded, extended their dominance to our culture, to our language, and to our institutions. The French common law, the French civil law dominates in our courts. There being an erosion of the English common law. Francophone teachers who cannot understand or speak in English are teaching our students. You cannot understand the pain that the children go through. And because they control the military and the police, it is clear from government attitude that they are out to eliminate all form of dissent in Anglophone Cameroon. This has resulted to the killings of more than 2,000 Anglophones, 
The burning down of hundreds of villages by predominantly Francophone military. More than 1,000 Anglophones are currently detained in the jails in Cameroon, would have a million internally displaced. About 50,000 are currently living in Nigeria as refugees. In Cameroon, we see the division, we see the elimination, we see the classification and the extermination. But we're in denial of what is happening. 25 years after the genocide in Rwanda, what is gradually happening in Cameroon is seen as a new normal. But I say no, this cannot be normal. This is not normal is. In Africa or in any part of the world, we cannot accept that. Growing up as a child, I was inspired by my father, who was a trade unionist. He fought for the rights of the Anglophone workers. He protected their rights. I got the inspiration and I started writing against the injustices, the marginalization and oppression that my people were suffering. As a result of that, I was expelled in high school for so-called subversive writing. But I did not give up. It gave me the impetus to continue the fight for the people. This led to the creation of the Center for Human Rights and Democracy in Africa, an organization that protects and promotes the human rights of the people. Subsequently, I was voted president of the FACO Lawyers Association. And in my capacity as the president of the FACO Lawyers Association, I rallied Anglophone Lawyers Association for us to call for a peaceful protest because we had issued several memos to the government and they had never replied. And on the 3rd of November 2016, we organized one of those peaceful protests. We were tear gassed, we were beaten, we were dragged to the mud, we were humiliated. Our basic and fundamental rights were violated. But we did not give up. We continued the struggle. But over time, I realized that we had to build a society. Not all Francophones hated us. Some showed us love. And we started working with Francophone civil societies to build synergy across the board, to let the Cameroonians understand that we can fight the, the struggle, we can find a solution to the crisis if both of us speak the language of nonviolence. To be honest, it was not easy to work with Francophones. How could I have worked with people I felt disrespected us, who did not love us? But over time, being in jail, and the way the Francophone lawyers and Anglophone lawyers defended us made me to reconsider my position. And today, I'm at the forefront, working with Francophones and Anglophones to see how we can find a solution. To the average Francophone, especially to the government in power, I'm considered as a radical because I bring out the atrocities that the government is committing. And to my Anglophone brothers, when I talk about peace, when I talk about reconciliation, when I talk about cooperation and dialogue, they consider me to be too moderate. It's not been an easy route. Even when my father's house was burnt and my life threatened, I still did not give up. I still did not fold my arms. I continue what to me is my mission, to speak truth to power, to help in finding a solution to the crisis. As we gather here today in Oslo, my wish is that 
The situation happening in Cameroon should not be considered as normal. But all of us should look at it as unacceptable levels of loss of human dignity. Each and every one here can make a change. We of the Oslo Forum, the Oslo Freedom Forum, can find a solution. You can find a solution to the crisis. Let all of us join our hands and support the suffering people in Cameroon. Let us rise up against tyranny. Let us rise up against dictatorship. And let us ensure that we leave the world a better place than we made it. Thank you.